Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include rate lock volume, and an interview with Brian Coaster, CEO of Real Estate Connection, on his entrepreneurial ways in serving the real estate industry, and the December payrolls report. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Real Estate Connection a boutique real estate brokerage that provides a completely orchestrated experience for buyers, sellers, lenders, title companies, and real estate agents. Real Estate Connection acts as a centralized and organized fully managed real estate fulfillment service, playing matchmaker for buyers by connecting them with local qualified real estate agents and walking them through the entire home purchase and selling process with the lender partner. Real Estate Connection ensures all parties are in a fully managed environment that mutually supports the client's homeownership experience. They connect directly with major lead aggregators and mortgage lenders' loan origination software, or CRMs, and offer a seamless digital experience backed up with boots-on-the-ground local real estate agent support. Anyone born around this time is a Capricorn, and if you believe in horoscopes, they are the most patient and careful, and they are down-to-earth for everything. You know, the person who wrote that sounds like they were trying to impress their wife on her birthday. Anyways, the most obvious feature of them is adamancy. They tend to hold their own views and never give up before achieving the goal. I like to believe that the goal of nearly every lender is to do more volume in a compliant manner, and on that front, things are likely going to become tougher. According to Kiranos, December 2021 mortgage rate lock volume was down 40% year over year and 17% month over month across all channels. Well-funded volume decreased 25% year-over-year and 6% month-over-month. In the retail channel, lock volume decreased 37% year-over-year and 17% month-over-month. Well-funded volume was down 25% year-over-year and 6% month-over-month. Kiranos sources a statistically significant data set directly from lenders to produce these benchmark figures. Further up the food chain, do you think it is just your imagination that active real estate listings are down? Nope. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest career opportunities in TPO and lender services and products, visit robchrisman.com. Today, we welcome to the show Brian Coaster, CEO of Real Estate Connection. He has direct experience in developing leadership teams across the globe, starting and growing businesses from zero revenue to scale, organizing funding campaigns, developing technology systems, lobbying for political change, introducing new legislation at the state and federal level, operations, and running various national real estate service companies. He's a good guy, and he enjoys serving the real estate industry. Hey, Brian. Dr. Christman, how are you, sir? Good. So I'd like to keep it kind of off the cuff. You have a broad base of experience in starting, running, expanding, scaling businesses within real estate verticals. How do you get into this space? Well, what's the motivation behind it? What you know? What's your what's the origin story here? So yeah, it's interesting, Robbie. You asked that. And appreciate and good good talking to you too, as always. Um, but similar, uh, you know, my father was a real estate appraiser. So um, you know, he started actually out of the Vietnam War back in uh, 1970 uh, as a real estate appraiser and really appraised for about. 30 years, 35 years full-time, um, had a little appraisal company. So I grew up uh, going sort of door-to-door with him uh, from lender to lender, 
you know, title companies, going into real estate offices, pulling comps. Uh, same thing with my brother. So, you know, when I was about 19, I, you know, became an appraiser and just like independently, um, but having really just spent my whole life going door to door, uh, you know, uh, working with working with people in kind of the business development role. And then that just sort of carried through in various capacities. And so you started Coaster VMS and now you run Real Estate Connection. What was the inspiration behind starting Real Estate Connection? What are you setting out to do? Yeah, so it's interesting. So I started an appraisal company when I was younger. I was about 19, 20 years old. My dad was already retired. So I ran that for about 15 years. Uh, we ended up going out of business. But then, you know, sort of taking that, you know, concept and what I've learned at, you know, Coach VMS. And then, you know, I've done consulting and worked with, uh, you know, various companies within the real estate space uh, in a variety of ways, executives and stuff like that. Uh, and I saw kind of an opportunity, you know, within the real estate space to uh, just kind of help better organize the process around the home buyer experience, right? So buyers are very confused when it comes to uh, the options that are available. The marketplace has a lot of restrictions on it in the sense that, uh, you know, when a, a lender or a loan officer offers a product or a real estate agent provides a service, uh, it's it's limited to the scope in which they have defined it, right? So, for instance, you know, uh, Fannie Mae lenders and FHA lenders offer you know uh, agency products. They don't offer uh, you know their own portfolio loans or non QM loans or alternative products that are available, um, and they necessarily might not have access to them. Uh, as well as with real estate agents, uh, you know, there's multiple agents that have specialties. And so with Real Estate Connection, we really just started sort of like a connection, right? Where we connect buyers with lenders and real estate agents that are experts in the market. And we walk them through the entire purchase process, uh, helping them tour properties, helping them get pre-approved. If they get denied, we can kind of arrange them with another lender. Uh, we are familiar with all the lenders programs in the various states uh, and familiar with the real estate agent teams and just really are, 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 are are um, trying to just assist the buyer through the process. Um, and so it's still evolving, right? Uh, we're only about two and a half years old, uh, but it's it's taken off well. And, um, you know, we've been able to just do a lot of good work. Why do you think this type of service didn't exist until you started it? It seems like a no-brainer that this would this would be something that would have existed a long time ago. I always joke around and say, you know, uh, you know, I make a refined study of the obvious, my work. Uh, and that is really what you're right. It is sort of obvious. It's just kind of a complex thing to do. So, uh, you know, the mortgage process alone is hard to get into contact with leads, right? You have uh, lead aggregators you have to uh, get in relationships with, you need dialers, you need loan officers, you need, uh, you know, uh, real estate agents in every zip code, right? Or, or every market area. Uh, and you need it all kind of lined up. And then you need to sort of know how to coach everyone to kind of get that lined up so that everyone's working sort of cooperative with the best interest of the buyer at hand. Uh, that's kind of hard to do. And, and a lot of people would tell you, 
uh, even the real estate agents would tell you, oh, leave me alone. You know, don't, this is the way we do things. Or, you know, uh, this is the way I work leads, or this is what my buyers want, or, you know, I don't want you to do this. Uh, I want you to do that, you know? And, and what happens is a lot of companies from my experience, you know, follow these sort of fake boundaries. Like you're not supposed to tell the loan officer that, you know, um, he has to tell us he can't do the product and give it to another lender, right? You can't tell the realtor uh, that he has to call and follow these scripts because he's an independent business person, or you can't send the buyer properties for sale. That's the realtor's job, or you can't do these certain things. And that's, we just found that's not true. Right. And we found that, you know, and if you look online, like if you look at a great example, would be like Zillow, how many blogs and realtors and lenders will tell you like, don't work with Zillow. They're horrible. You know, they're stealing your data. They're stealing your business. And then you call Zillow and you just find out this is not true. Um, and so it's just really working through some of these uh, service related issues. Um, and, you know, but, you know, we had a lot of experience doing it too. So that's, that's a part of it. Yeah. I should have asked how you've overcome some of the hurdles that, that would have prevented uh, someone from doing this sooner. What's, what have you been working on recently? What's on tap? How do you, how do you continue to make this product better? Yeah. So we're just getting started, right? So we're just getting started. So we really have three things, buy, sell, and finance, right? So we have a real estate team. We're working with, you know, lenders and helping them pivot into purchases through connecting with the lead aggregators. Um, we're also working with lenders and connecting them with real estate teams. And then we also have physical real estate agents that work for us uh, that are, you know, we have a lawful location. So we, we're, we're trying to, you know, we've got about 20 agents here in Maryland now. We're going to recruit probably another 30 to the end of the year. And then we're just going to open up. We've got an office in Ohio. We're going to open up. We're going to open up in Florida. Uh, and it's just kind of the same concept. We're connecting with the lead aggregators. Um, the lead aggregators need a help. The lenders need help in connecting with the lead aggregators and understanding the purchase process. The real estate agents need help organizing uh, the databases and connecting with the lenders. And then we just kind of have a streamlined connection from you know the point of sale and loan origination system all the way to the realtor's phone across the country. And it's very useful. Um, with leads, right? Um, so we're just going to kind of continue to do that and, you know, see how it goes. I think that the product itself is very good. So it should go in, in a positive direction, or at least I'm hoping it will for your sake. Let's close with something uh, fun, I guess. What's yeah. your advice? What's your advice to the entrepreneurs out there, the people that want to run their own business? What have you learned over your, your time? It's almost, you know, two decades now. If you're building up a building, um, there's principles and those principles don't change, right? So the building needs to be you know, level, right? You know, uh, for it to function properly, right? It, it doesn't necessarily need to look perfect, but if you want a building to be strong, it needs to be level. Uh, in business, uh, there's principles uh, and there's not that many of them, but there definitely are principles um, and you need to take the time to learn them. Uh, and you need to take the time to sort of become an expert in the field rather than, um, and I see a lot of people, you know, they make social media their sort of, uh, you know, uh, way of promoting their business or they, you know, make 
they kind of approach it like an amateur, right? Um, and, you know, with entrepreneurship or anything in business, um, I would always say, like, run away from the easy stuff and get the hard technical books and take the time to go through the hard technical books um, that nobody else wants to do. And then over time, uh, you know, over many, many years, uh, you'll find that you're just, because you've taken the harder route, you're just in a better position. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. It was uh, it's something I hope we'll do again soon. Uh, there's there's some more real estate connection sponsorships coming up, so I want to have you back and and get some dialogue going here. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I'm around, absolutely, buddy. I appreciate you guys having on me and uh, all you guys are doing to to you know. Uh, I love what you guys do, so I appreciate it. <laughs> all that I do. All right, thanks. Talk to you soon. Mortgage-backed security prices sank Thursday, leading to higher rates and continuing their weak start to 2022. Post-Fed turbulence has yields rising. The 10-year Treasury yield touched the highest level since April 2021 yesterday and marked a session high just three basis points below its high from last year of 1.77%. With markets further adjusting to Wednesday's hawkish Fed minutes, A couple of Fed officials spoke about rate hike prospects, with St. Louis Fed President Bullard saying that the initial hike in short-term rates could happen as early as March, and San Francisco Fed President Daly saying that the economy is closing in on the Fed's full employment and inflation goals. Initial claims for the weekend in January 1st increased by 7,000 to 207,000, which doesn't disrupt the idea that the labor market is tight. Initial claims are running at pre-pandemic levels, which at the time were thought to be quite low. The ISM non-manufacturing index for December decreased from a record high in November, but still expanded to mark the 19th straight month of growth for the services sector. An uptick in the prices index is a worrisome inflation point, given the narrative that consumers will be engaging more with services companies in 2022. Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey saw the 30-year rate 11 basis points higher at 3.22%, with the 15-year rate 10 basis points higher to 2.43%. Meanwhile, the 5-1 hybrid arm rate held steady at 2.41%. The Fed's path is relatively certain, but that doesn't stop economists from analyzing news that comes out. This morning, the December payrolls report led off today's calendar. Hourly earnings were up 0.6%, up 4.7% annualized, with non-farm payrolls up only 199,000, half of the expectations. And the unemployment rate was 3.9%, close to the pre-pandemic level. The only other data point today, if anyone cares, is consumer credit in the afternoon. There are also a couple of Fed presidents scheduled to speak, San Francisco's Daily and Atlanta's Bostitch. The desk will purchase up to $3.7 billion in conventional MBS and up to $9.3 billion in zero to two and a quarter year coupons in the Treasury operation. After the unemployment data, we begin the day with agency MBS prices worse than eighth and the tenure yielding 1.74 after closing yesterday at 1.73%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. This year's hottest club is, drumroll please, staying home. This place has everything. Cheap drinks, heavy pours, your favorite spot on the couch, no bathroom lines, no cover for the ladies, no masks required, VIP fridge access, and live performances by you staring at your phone and more. Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, 
Real Estate Connection, a boutique real estate brokerage that acts as a centralized and organized, fully managed real estate fulfillment service, connecting buyers with local qualified real estate agents and walking them through the entire home purchase and selling process with the lender partner. Real Estate Connection helps all parties achieve a better real estate experience. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.